section thirty three of irish fairy tales this is a librivox recording a librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by dion gines salt lake city utah irish fairy tales by james stevens o scenes mother chapter two late that night when he was preparing for rest the door of fion's chamber opened gently and a young woman came into the room the captain stared at her as well he might for he had never seen or imagined to see a woman so beautiful as this was indeed she was not a woman but a young girl and her bearing was so gently noble her look so modestly high that the champion dared scarcely look at her although he could not by any means have looked away as she stood within the doorway smiling and shy as a flower beautifully timid as a fawn the chief communed with his heart she is the sky-woman of the dawn he said she is the light on the foam she is white and odorous as an apple-blossom she smells of spice and honey she is my beloved beyond the women of the world she shall never be taken from me and that thought was delight and anguish to him delight because of such sweet prospect anguish because it was not yet realized and might not be as the dogs had looked at him on the chase with a look that he did not understand so she looked at him and in her regard there was a question that baffled him and a statement which he could not follow he spoke to her then mastering his heart to do it i do not seem to know you he said you do not know me indeed she replied it is the more wonderful he continued gently for i should know every person that is here what do you require from me i beg your protection royal captain i give that to all he answered against whom do you desire protection i am in terror of the fear d'orche the dark man of the she he is my enemy she said he is mine now said fion tell me your story my name is saive and i am a woman of fairy she commenced in the she many men gave me their love but i gave my love to no man of my country that was not reasonable the other chided with a blithe heart i was contented she replied and what we do not want we do not lack but if my love went anywhere it went to a mortal a man of the men of ireland by my hand said fion in mortal distress i marvel who that man can be he is known to you she murmured i lived thus in the peace of fairy hearing often of my mortal champion for the rumour of his great deeds had gone through the she until a day came when the black magician of the men of god put his eye on me and after that day in whatever direction i looked i saw his eye she stopped at that and the terror that was in her heart was on her face he is everywhere she whispered he is in the bushes and on the hill he looked up at me from the water 
and he stared down on me from the sky his voice commands out of the spaces and it demands secretly in the heart he is not here or there he is in all places at all times i cannot escape from him she said and i am afraid and at that she wept noiselessly and stared on fion he is my enemy fion growled i name him as my enemy you will protect me she implored where i am let him not come said fion i also have knowledge i am fion the son of uel the son of bashni a man among men and a god where the gods are he asked me in marriage she continued but my mind was full of my own dear hero and i refused the dark man that was your right and i swear by my hand that if the man you desire is alive and unmarried he shall marry you or he will answer to me for the refusal he is not married said saif and you have small control over him the chief frowned thoughtfully except the high king and the kings i have authority in this land what man has authority over himself said saif do you mean that i am the man you seek said fion it is to yourself i gave my love she replied this is good news fion cried joyfully for the moment you came through the door i loved and desired you and the thought that you wished for another man went into my heart like a sword indeed fion loved saif as he had not loved a woman before and would never love one again he loved her as he had never loved anything before he could not bear to be away from her when he saw her he did not see the world and when he saw the world without her it was as though he saw nothing or as if he looked on a prospect that was bleak and depressing the belling of a stag had been music to fion but when saif spoke that was sound enough for him he had loved to hear the cuckoo calling in the spring from the tree that is highest in the hedge or the blackbird's jolly whistle in an autumn bush or the thin sweet enchantment that comes to the mind when a lark thrills out of sight in the air and the hushed fields listen to the song but his wife's voice was sweeter to fion than the singing of a lark she filled him with wonder and surmise there was magic in the tips of her fingers her thin palm ravished him her slender foot set his heart beating and whatever way her head moved there came a new shape of beauty to her face she is always new said fion she is always better than any other woman she is always better than herself he attended no more to the fiana he ceased to hunt he did not listen to the songs of poets or the curious sayings of magicians for all of these were in his wife and something that was beyond these was in her also she is this world and the next one she is completion said fion End of chapter 2